हेलो दिस इज़ दी हेरिटेज ऑफ मद्रास पॉडकास्ट ब्रॉट यू बाई मद्रास इन हेरिटेज जॉइन इज एवरी वेडनेसडे फॉर योर डोज ऑफ स्टोरीज एंड कॉन्वर्जेशन अबाउट द हेरिटेज ऑफ चेन्नई वी इन्वाइट यू टू डाइव इन टू दी आइकॉनिक एज वेल एज द लेसर नोन पार्ट्स ऑफ द सिटीज डाइवर्स कल्चर्स कम्यूनिटीज एंड हिस्ट्री टू एंगेज विद दैम इन मीनिंगफुल वेज Hello this is the Heritage of Madras podcast brought to you by Madras Inherited Join us every Wednesday for your dose of stories and conversations about the heritage of Chennai We invite you to dive into the iconic as well as the lesser known parts of the city's diverse cultures communities and history to engage with them in meaningful ways So hi Ashvita uh let's start off with the question um why we chose Perambur and why we're talking about it today My experience with Perambur started because um I have a friend who lives there um so her dad works in the ICF and uh, that's how I came to know about ICF and Perambur and because I did architecture we used to to a lot of group studies so they used to be going back and forth and that's how i discovered the area as such but um i still think that there's a lot more to be discovered about it because for somebody like me who uh, all my life i've grown up in south chennai i don't even know where perambur is so for someone who's listening to this who knows the word perambur but doesn't really cannot who can't place it on a map how would you oh, okay the closest perambur? area would then be ananagar Uh, everyone knows Ananagar. Yeah. Right. And this is Yeah, it's north of Ananagar. Ananagar. It's closer to Ainavaram, Dilivakkam. Um uh, so as you move towards the north, yeah. I don't have much experience of Perambur at all. But what's weird is I probably heard about Perambur all my life because uh growing up whenever I would get onto a train and go to um anywhere in the south in invariably i'd see yeah. perambur loco works yeah. on the coach and i always thought that was a really nice name but i had no idea what it meant or what it was so you mentioned the icf yeah. which was the integral coach factory yeah i did so uh what do we know about that like uh, do we know is that what defines perambur the trains and the um, icf not to a large extent to some extent because uh, most of the families who live in perambur are employees of the icf so like i said my friend's father works in the icf so uh, the area is mostly populated by its employees and uh, it's a pretty interesting area once you go near the icf the local works where they actually manufacture the locomotives um and it's pretty scary for few people to go there in the night because it's just really vast how old is the icf itself though i think it's uh today when we go to uh, perambur uh, what do you think defines perambur from what, what you uh, what you saw when you go there and uh, uh what you might have read off because you said the icf uh, is iconic there because it's asia's largest railway uh, system but also 
uh, it's for people living there it's just a, it's just their livelihood so what do you think you would say actually defines perambur i think um perambur today uh, yeah the icf for sure but i also think the anglo indian community that you find there Uh, so i did tell you about the roads that are pretty scary at night uh, because that's the road where the uh, factory is actually located so it has a very interesting name also it's called the constable road um which is again um, um an anglo indian uh, remnant um so uh, you so you remember the movie ardagalam right and how uh, tapsi lived in a railway colony so the the street uh, the constable road is actually very similar to that um area because you find uh, women in frocks just walking around and the houses are really beautiful there but once you move away from that road and you when you go towards interior perambur and um, that's again a normal chennai suburb uh with flats and you have a huge um, complex for uh, police officers but it's also interesting how uh the balance is still achieved between the anglo indian community living there but also development happening side by side hmm so another thing uh, that i think a lot of people have heard of but have probably never uh, thought of going to or have never visited and they probably don't know it's in perambur or rather on the fringe of perambur is the buckingham and carnatic yeah so uh it's 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 kind of on the edge of oh, uh, i don't think so many of them actually know what the buckingham carnatic mills because it's referred to by a different name popularly it, yeah it's called bini mills right so uh i discovered that the connection between well i discovered that these mills were in perambur because uh, of if you should, if you remember we discovered the mlu building yeah, the madras yeah. labor union building so i think uh, for me one of the interesting things about this whole area is the dynamics between um you know establishment of a large factory such as the icf essentially and then another really big uh, economic establishment in the form of the binu mills and how the concentration of all that labor there gave rise to india's first labor union essentially yeah so i think that's also a bit of history that people tend to oversee uh, or very pe- very few people know exists in uh, north chennai yeah definitely because when you ask someone binimal stereoma or kate kelvi patrikingla immediately fight sequences come to everyone's mind because uh, that's where binimal has been made popular and today it's lost that status as well because it's apparently going to be converted into a huge township um but yeah it's a very important piece of history of um, madras as a whole right and honestly for a very long time i just assumed for some reason growing up i just assumed that uh, binimils was somewhere on the outskirts very far from the city i think because people say oh inga cinema la shoot pannuvanga and there are these big abandoned factories you yeah. assume that it's somewhere on the outside yeah. but it's actually bang in the in the middle of the city essentially the yeah. old city yeah. you can say that. yeah and uh, and you're right i think part of it has already been converted into apartments and there's like one bit of it that's still uh, as it was when the mills were functional 
Yeah, but I think even yeah, they're planning to yeah demolish it. I think the township will be up in a couple of years. And then where will they shoot all the movies? Um, I think the EVP. What what is it called? I don't know. EVP Film City, where they do the big boss shooting. Yeah, that's on the outskirts. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, that's sad. That's actually sad for a couple of reasons because I think the sheer versatility of an abandoned mill being used in hundreds of movies. I think there's some there's something great about that. Yeah, instead of like creating sets just for the sake of a fight scene and it being very yeah. Uh, artificial. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty iconic in the sense that. We've seen the same place essentially in so many movies, but you probably never recognize it. Yeah, you you recognize it as Binnie yeah. Mills, but you don't recognize it as uh, Buckingham and Carnatic Mills or something that's there in Perambur. You just think, oh, in your shooting at Karanga. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, a lot of in in this Ajit movie where he's supposed to be in Mumbai. But it's actually in yeah. Binnie Mills that they recreated like a Mumbai oh, chowl or something. Wow. And then, so you go from there to let's say a song sequence which was shot for uh, Shivaji. Mm, yeah. Rajnikanth Shivaji. Yeah. The the very fact that one space can kind of totally transform into so many things, and the space was not even built mm-hmm. to transform like that. I think that's pretty uh, iconic and something that unfortunately we might lose. Yeah. and i think it was started by the british sometime in the 1800s but uh, yeah i read somewhere that it was apparently started in collaboration with a swiss company and today mm. it's it's one of the largest uh, coach manufacturers in all of asia right i think it's very interesting that it was once called uh, the madras and southern maratha railway company yeah and now it's called loco works which is that's yeah yeah now it's called the loco works so yeah actually that that's interesting because there are a couple of uh, names and terminologies all over perambur that i think uh, are quite interesting one is perambur yeah. itself uh, i think any area in chennai we got to talk about the etymology the the logic behind the name uh so uh perambur in like its origins come from uh, a place where they found bamboo that's pretty much what it yeah, means yeah yeah the word perambur means in tamil it means perambur means bamboo yeah do we still find bamboo not sure one can only assume that uh, all of the bamboo forests had to vanish because they started constructing There. Do you have any other trivia for us about uh, Perambur? Anything that you might have? Oh yeah, so I did. Uh, so I always knew that there was a, a road called the Powder Mill Road in Perambur, but um, so that was a that was something I knew already. But finding a Powder Mill Road in Mailapur was a discovery for me. So uh, right. I think people know that there's a Powder Mill Road in Mailapur, or they don't. I don't think so. I found out only after we, uh, you know, went through the Mylapur Heritage Walk okay. and all of that. I don't think most people know that. Okay, because there's a Powder Mill Road, there's a Perambur Barracks Road, uh, which has this amazing bakery, by the way, which is like a really old bakery where they still 
bake bread on wood fire oh yeah it's in perambur it's in perambur barracks road so it was started in again in the 1800s but they still refuse to use an oven they 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 bake it every day on the wood fire and it gets over by like afternoon why was it called the um the southern maratha railway company is is that have does that have anything to do with the tanjore maratha empire is that do you think that's why might be because um i i did read there was another school if i'm not wrong uh that uh, of the same name started again in the same um, around 1800s but um i'm i'm really not sure if it has any relation to the marathas there the powder mill road was where there was a powder mill um the east india company used to make gunpowder from uh but yeah it's interesting that there were a number of powder mills in chennai just for making gunpowder yeah it is interesting because the mailapur powder mill road was used by the french oh right? yeah or was it yeah no it was by the french yeah yeah it was by the french so that's interesting mm. because if they came all the way till mailapur and they didn't use the existing one in perambur i'm not sure oh so the perambur one powder. actually was the third one third powder mill to come because the first one was obviously inside the fort and uh, the second right. one was in black town but uh, they wanted a third one uh, somewhere outside the city uh, for them the city was obviously georgetown mm-hmm. and uh, so that in in case an accident happened and the uh, mill suffered uh, and it wouldn't affect people it wouldn't kill people so they wanted it to be on the outskirts so i think that's why they chose perambur yeah but apparently that uh, mill ran only for a couple of years and then it it changed functions a number of times so we were talking about the composition of the population yeah. right and uh, you mentioned a lot of anglo indians uh, that have lived in this area yeah. for a long time uh we know the important sort of religious establishments in this place because i remember um going into perambur briefly in the hunt for some hardware and stuff like that and I, it was pretty close to the business area and the path that i went through uh seemed to be predominantly uh occupied by the muslim community which is interesting because there's also a Uh, a few really important churches the lady of lords catholic church yeah. uh being one of them so i think over time uh, as many old madras neighborhoods do it's become pretty diverse but i'm pretty sure at one point of time it was probably a more of an anglo indian yeah neighborhood. i think it was and i think um, even today they have their own section of the neighborhood that they um confined to and uh, I think it's very close to ICF where they have the institute and the hall and everything and I think that's the that's their neighborhood and they don't venture out from there as much. So if we were to go to Perambur tomorrow and start exploring it where do you think we'd start? I I mean ideally I would say probably Bini Mills but if we're allowed to go inside is that fair? Yeah but I don't know that's a, that's a part of Perambur I've never been to. uh binimals is something again i've read and i've seen pictures but i've never physically been to binimals i've yeah i would uh i would take you to the icf part of it because that's something um i think that's very unique to chennai because you don't see such roads 
I mean, obviously, you have the Besanagar Road, the Third Avenue, uh, which is again a very quaint road. But this is something because of the type of house, the type of people that live there, and the feeling of the entire neighborhood is uh, very different from what you might find um, in the rest of the city. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think that's kind of what makes these lesser-known neighborhoods interesting. That you can go to one part of a really old Chennai neighborhood and talk uh, only about the industrial origins or the communities that lived there and how they are now and uh, the settlement and what is composed of what the traditional businesses of the area are and all of that or you could come to another part of the same uh, area and talk politics for the next 3 days about the people who defined the labor union and the people who developed the mills and how they all went on strike and uh, the rights that they were given after the strike so uh, i think one of the reasons we chose perambur and one of the reasons why we're kind of trying to do the podcast uh, by exploring lesser known neighborhoods is to put the focus on the fact that a lot of them are very very interesting places and that people should go explore these places beyond the usual tourist trips of the city So that was this week's episode of the Heritage of Madras podcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversation about the city. Follow us and tune in every Wednesday to listen to new speakers, stories and discussions from the city of Chennai. Till then, goodbye.